Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded for Women and Women Entrepreneurs, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, and relationships with mind mastery and meditation tools and techniques so that you can live the life that you're proud of. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I'm hoping to find you dancing in the light. If you are not dancing in the light, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. Today, we're going to talk about moving through the darkness. As we accumulate experiences and circumstances In our life, as we move from little babies, toddlers, teenagers, college, if you go to college, middle-aged, you get married, you have kids, you keep having these experiences, you have these tough times, you have these challenges, you have these heartaches, hardships, and you just keep moving. And especially now, life is fast. And we don't feel like we can take our time to slow down and... I want to say like manipulate time because in the last podcast um, where I talk about organization and um, kind of digging in and, and getting into your heart and getting into your joy, there is a place that time slows down. And if you start moving slower, talking slower, you can like hear the clock ticking less and less. And in that space is where love resides. You know, when, when you first fall in love, you're, you, you, you uh, connect, um, your eyes lock, and like the world just like slows down, right? And it's so amazing that when you're in love, it's like the only thing you can think about is that person. And the only thing that, that is ever important is that person. Everything else is like so far down the list that it's just like meaningless. My car broke down. I don't care. I'm in love. I just lost my job. I don't care. I'm in love, you know, and, and it's so light and it's so fun and it's airy and it just feels amazing. And then somehow we lose that momentum in life. That's like when we were kids, we, we are curious and we, we see the world around us and we start to, we start to look at things different and we, we want to pick things up and feel how things are and see how things work and see how things taste or smell. And, but then as life starts to pile on, we've already gone through all the tastes and the smells and the touches and we know how things are and we lose our curiosity because we become ultra focused on making money or paying the bills or getting our kids through school or mowing the lawn or walking the dogs, whatever and, and it becomes kind of this bogging down experience, but life is moving fast. So it's like you're in quicksand. Life is moving fast around you and you just can't gather the momentum. And I wanted to talk about today where people are sitting in this dark space and life is, is weighing you down and you have lost the joy, you've lost the love, you've lost the curiosity about life around you. And I remember one time, uh, I was probably, I was probably my mid to late twenties, probably more like my late twenties, 28 or something. And I remember, um, 
I was going through a breakup and it was a really, it was a really dark time for me. And all I wanted to do was crawl into a dark space and just die. My heart was ripped out. I was completely like confused and angry and hurt and betrayed. And it was just like all of these heavy, dark emotions. And I couldn't be where people were. I couldn't be where speed was, right? And I wanted to just sit in this quiet, dark space and just wither away to nothing. And that's that was my existence for a good amount of years. It was this up and down like that where I'm just like, oh, I just want to fall into a hole and never get out. And I remember sitting, it was in the, it was in the basement and it was like this long, it was kind of this weird apartment uh, or duplex that I was renting. And it was like this weird, uh, it was a house I was renting. And it, anyway, in the basement, so big, huge open basement. And there was this hallway that kind of went back to the electric box and I don't know, the water heater, the furnace, whatever else was back there. And I was sitting in the space and I was leaning against one of the walls and I had my, my feet, you know, my knees were bent and my toes were like resting on the wall across from me. So I'm kind of scrunched up in this like weird hallway space. And the wall across from me was white. And I had the lights turned off, but the, the light out in the, the main part of the, um, the living room out there uh, in the basement was turned on. So there was light coming down the hallway, but this hall light was not on. So anyway, so I'm kind of sitting in the dark, seeing some shadows and I'm sitting here and I'm just kind of resting on my knees and I'm probably crying and I'm just like full of angst and I'm like, oh, I just hate my life right now. I just don't want to be here. I just don't understand what I'm doing. I don't understand my purpose. I just don't understand. And I'm just why did this happen? And et cetera, et cetera. All of those emotions and all of those thoughts running through my head. And as I'm sitting, I look out across this white wall and I'm staring at it. And it's just this, I just like zone in and I'm seeing like, like the strokes of the paintbrush of somebody who painted this wall before me. And it's just kind of this eggshell white, you know, and I can see the strokes of the paint and I'm looking at it and I'm just kind of in awe and I don't know what it even happened, but I'm just kind of in awe. It's staring at this paint, staring at this blank wall. And I'm thinking, this is, this is like, this is my life. You know, it's like the, the, the analogy that I'm always saying to you guys is that every single day, every minute of every day, you can turn the page and rewrite your story every day. I can turn the page and say, I don't like the story. I'm going to turn the page, a clean slab, and rewrite the story. Tell myself something different. Say something different. I'll get a different result. So as I'm staring at this wall and I'm seeing these, these brush strokes, I'm thinking, like, this is like this clean piece of paper. Like, somebody painted this and they covered something up and... They covered up. Now, of course, the whole the whole epiphany did not quite come together in this moment. Like, <laughs> it makes such a great movie, right? Like this big light bulb moment goes on. You're like, oh my god! And I'm just gonna do this and look at this white wall and look what happened. But it just kind of for a moment, it took me out of myself, because in that moment I became curious. As I'm sitting here, I'm I'm, I'm sitting and I'm kind of all down and I'm depressed and I'm angry and I'm sad and I'm confused and I'm looking at this wall and all of a sudden I'm just like, whoa, 
Like, look, you can see the brush strokes and look at how perfectly round they are. And I'm just like studying them and looking at them. And it just kind of became this, this moment of loss. Like, like I just lost myself for a moment. And in that moment is where the light started to shine again. Now it really was probably this fleeting moment. It probably lasted a lot longer than it took for me to even explain to you what I was even talking about, but it was amazing. And what that equates to today, and I think about these people that are in our group, they're, they're asking questions. My clients that I'm working with are feeling terrible and they're going through really hard times in their life and they're in these really dark spaces. And I think, I remember going to a bookstore and, and I spent so much time either at the library or at the bookstore just consuming this information. I'd come up with a problem and I'm like, okay, I hear this thing. I'm going to go here and I'm going to learn something and I'm going to go to the bookstore and I'm going to buy all these books. Or I'm going to go to the library and I'll check it out. And I, and I would come home with 9, 10, 15 books and I would just dive in and I would just consume all of this energy, and uh, energy, all of this uh, information, all this knowledge. And I wanted to be like those people that I was reading about. They just seemed to have all their shit together. They just seemed to have all their ducks in a row and they, they have these fancy houses and nice cars and they have money and they have these relationships or they just seem happy and I wasn't. And I was talking with friends and I didn't start, at this point I wasn't working with clients yet so I'm you know, talking with friends and I'm in my own crap and I'm just like, oh, my life is just so stupid right now and I just want to fix it. And then in that moment, I realized I can. And I started to. And I began the journey. And I will tell you, sometimes the journey can be long and grueling and one step after another and you come out with blisters and bruises and scrapes and aching bones, maybe even broken bones. But I will promise you, on the other side, the grass is green and it's beautiful and it's fragrant and it's happy and it's joy. And it's like, am I happy every single second of the day? No, of course I get frustrated. I get pissed off. I get, you know, I get lost. I get anxious. I get, I still get confused. But at the foundation that I'm standing on, it is now not just a grain of sand that I'm standing on. It is a huge, giant foundation. And because I have tools and techniques and different skills that when things are kind of going south, I can reach for things. I can reach for these tools that bring me back to center. And that foundation is what I stand on today. Am I this big time, big shot guru? No, absolutely not. But I do have a lot of knowledge in this area. And so I started on my journey and it was with relationships first. That's what I had to like, I really found joy and connection with people and not a bunch of people, like I'm not an extrovert, but I just wanted, I wanted a relationship. I wanted to be dating my best friend and I wanted to be committed in this relationship where I could share my life with somebody. And I just couldn't at that point, just could not find the person that I could do that with. And I kept kind of getting into this relationship and I'd be in, you know, two, four years and I'm like, oh, this is stupid and they're stupid and it's just not working and it's not the right person. And we'd go through this terrible breakup and then, you know, I'd find somebody else and it'd be two years, five years. And I'm like, oh, this is stupid, you know, but I started to learn about myself and I tried hard to propel that growth forward. And it's, it's like pushing yourself up a sandy hill. It's just, you just have to do one step at a time. But what I did recognize 
is that the light isn't outside of me. The light is inside. And when I start working with clients, now fast forward later, 15, 20 years later, and I start working with clients and they're in those dark spaces and I'm like, okay, just self-care. Take care of yourself. Do little tiny things each day that bring you joy. Be curious about the world around you. Give, give, some, give some attention to those things around you that make you laugh, that bring you joy. Don't put so much dependency on other people or other things to give you joy because the only thing you have control of is your ability to focus on things. And with that ability to focus on things, you can focus on the things that bring you joy versus the things that don't. And when you, when you put all your eggs in the basket out there, pretty soon that basket's going to deteriorate. You know, you're going to lose the job. You're going to lose the, the boyfriend, the husband, the wife, the girlfriend, whatever you're going to, the car's going to break down. But the thing that you do have is what resides inside you. The little tiny light that is constantly calling you, that is constantly beckoning you forward towards growth, towards peace, towards joy. And if you start listening to that light, if you start looking at it, you start depending on it, you start reaching in and, and, and putting your attention and focus on it, the light gets bigger and stronger. And as it gets bigger and stronger and brighter, it starts to search out. It's like a, it's like a beacon of light. It's like a lighthouse. Right now, you're just a match. Sometimes that match is so like snuffed out, you can hardly even see it, but it is still there. I promise you. And once you start to focus there, once you start to go inward, once you start to pay more attention on what's happening on the inside, that gets bigger and bigger and brighter and stronger. And then it starts to shine out in front of you and you start to experience joy and love and the release of these emotional toxins in your life that are preventing you from growing and becoming the light for others. Because as people move through the world and through their lives and those that are shining their light on themselves, those are the ones that then become leaders, even if they're not trying to be. Because those that are struggling look towards those people. And then those people who are finding their light and, and harvesting their light and spending time there and making it bigger and brighter, they're the ones that are finding and leading in their own life. And other people look, oh, how do I do that? And I wanted to be that person. But it wasn't until I got my own shit together that I was even going to consider being that person to anybody because... How can I become that person if, or lead those people or teach or coach or speak about it if I can't do it in my own life? And if I'm not doing it in my own life, that I'm not a woman of integrity and then I'm not going to bring about the things energetically to me that lead to an, a life of integrity and, and building my foundation and my business based on integrity. So one thing to not only focus on, bring your attention and your awareness to how you feel on the inside. That is one of my very first things that I say when I begin coaching with anybody is bring your awareness on your inside because I'm not, I'm not telling you how to live your life. That is not my job. My job is to just help you turn the light on. My job is just to hold safe space to let you get out the things that you need to get out, to peel back the layers that are covering your light. So then therefore we can all shine. That's our job. And it doesn't matter where you are or how many 
circumstances, experiences, or tough emotions, or bad relationships you went through. It does, none of that stuff matters. There's still layers, and every layer has to get peeled back. Now, how do we do that? Well, dealing with those emotions is certainly a start. Letting those emotions go, releasing that energy, meditating upon that light, and let that light even shine from the inside out. I heard a really good quote. Um, there's a, another guru that I absolutely love. Her name is Gabby Bernstein. And I've been following her for a really, really long time. And, uh, and I do, I love, I love the way she talks and I, I love her story. And she said yesterday, if we, if you picture like a, an egg and you crack it from the outside, it's considered broken. But if it cracks on the inside, it's considered rebirth or a birth or a new beginning. And I just find that to be so amazing because if we are if we are trying to crack ourselves from the outside in, then we're breaking our spirit. And if we can focus on that light and let that light start to shine and start to shed and burn away those dense layers of this stuck energy or this these layers of of just crap that we've gone through that continues to stick with us, call it um, we call it energetic residue, but if we can light on the inside and, and let it burn its way through, it now becomes a rebirth. Isn't that beautiful? I thought it was so, so fascinating the way she said that yesterday. I was driving downstate to um, visit my mom and my stepdad and I was listening to her on the way back and I'm like, I have to mention that in tomorrow's podcast. I like, I have to talk about that. And I just find it so fascinating the, how our mind perceives how we need to solve problems. And there's another quote, and I always think that it's Einstein that says it, but I, and I, I think it is, but um, he says, we cannot solve the problems with the mind that created them. So you have to elevate. You have to, you have to know that there's more for you and keep that hope. But the hope is not to be searched out there. The hope is to be searched inside, in here. And once you go in here, it becomes easier and easier to let that shine and to let that out. And I think that it's, it's really important to go inward. And even as you start a meditation practice and begin your journey inside. And sometimes it's just like sit for five minutes and just focus on what's going on inside your body and just see and just and be patient with this process. So as I was sitting in these dark moments and I remember, uh, it was hard. I, I will not, I will not lie to you and say that, you know, um, getting to a place of my beautiful, loving, supportive relationship with Amy now that it was easy for me to get here, but the, that interim between a breakup and a new relationship, that interim right there is a time for growth between jobs. That's all time for growth. And it's all time to release the old baggage that was the old job or the old relationship and to step into the new you, the new role, you're closing a book or a chapter and you have a blank sheet of paper or in my earlier story reference, you have a blank wall and you can paint a new story. Use your words to tell a new story. Maybe, maybe go for a walk, sit in your car, in your bedroom, wherever. And just, if I was going to tell a new story, what would it sound like if I could get, if I literally was an actor or an actress in a movie and I don't like this movie and I'm going to be moved and assigned a new movie, 
what is that going to be like? What is that experience? So you're in a crappy relationship. Okay, I, I hate this movie. I'm going to go on to a new movie. Okay, now I want it to be a rom-com and I want it to be fun and exciting and adventurous and, and with this person that is just funny or engaging or smart or sexy or whatever your thing is. And I want to live in this big, beautiful house and I want to drive a Cadillac and I want to, I want to have 2.5 kids and I want to have a big Persian cat and I want a Doberman picture. And I just, and then let's talk about my job. I want to be a fashion designer. I want to have my job be on the fifth floor in the, and I want to carry a Gucci bag and I want to wear little black mini skirts every single time I go to work because I just, I just love them and I just love the way and high heels and whatever. Right. And I want to live in a big city. That's telling a new story. That is telling a new story. And as you tell a new story, the, what's the first thing that changes and shifts? Your emotional state. Once you tell your story differently, your life starts to feel different. And, you know, in coaching sessions, a lot of times I say, okay, pick a reference to something that triggers whatever this emotion is. And they tell that story. And then we work through a visual to de-energize is what we call it. We just kind of release the trigger of that story. And we go through this really fun, creative visual process. Then after that, then we bring in a new story. So if you weren't feeling lonely, what would you be feeling? I'd be feeling refreshed. I'd be feeling love. I'd be feeling joy. Okay, great. Let's go and get that emotion and bring it into the body. Now create a new scene. So if you were feeling love and joy and adventure, I always throw an adventure because you know that's what I like. And, and you're feeling this, this love and this refresh. Like I just feel like, like I, I've been, I've been like, I just got out of a, a, a very lovely shower after I haven't showered for a week because I've been out camping and you just feel, oh, I just feel so amazing. What is the scene? What are you doing in the scene? Who's in there with you? Who's in the scene? What are you doing? What are you saying? Where are you at? Fill the scene. This is your brand new piece of paper, your brand new wall to paint whatever mural you want to paint on that wall. What are you doing? You can tell that story. And I find it so interesting, and only because I'm not like this, but I find it so interesting that people have such a hard time with like, I want to say like leaving reality. And I say, okay, well, you have two choices. You can stay in this reality that you've created, or you can talk over here in this new like parallel universe, right? Use your imagination. It doesn't matter if you don't have the money or the body or the boyfriend or the house or the job. It doesn't, none of that stuff matters. You can say anything, anytime. Allow yourself the freedom of speech, the freedom of your imagination. Allow yourself to think differently for a second because you know what? In that second, you're planting the seed. You're connecting to the light. And in that second, you will be transformed to a new place. And that new place is the beginning of your joy. That new place is the beginning of your heart being expanded in this space that brings you joy and happiness and love and sexiness and intimacy and adventure. I always have to put adventure in there. And that's ultimately what we want. And I don't want to hear any buts. I don't want to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get this boyfriend and I'm going to move to New York city and I'm going to become a fashion designer, but I don't know how to do that. 
but I don't have the money, but all the boys are stupid. No, keep going. Tell the new story. Put yourself in the movie. You are reading, in this case, writing the script to the movie that you are going to star in. You are the starring actress in this movie. What is your role? And you can do anything you want. Now people say, well, right. Okay. So I don't want to have this. I don't want to be in this said space anymore. I don't want to live in this thing. It's like, how do I get out of here? Because I can write the script and I can read the script, but as soon as I open my eyes, oh, I'm still in the same house. Oh, I still have the same kids and the same husband, right? Then keep doing it. Keep doing it because ultimately what's going to happen is you're going to feel better. You're going to feel good. Here's a, here's a perfect example. I remember times where I told you uh, early on, if you've been listening to all my podcasts, which is okay if you haven't, because there's a lot of them now, but, but um, I've had 37 jobs, all of which did not last. They, my longest was five years, which I did love, but obviously I quit for, for reasons, but it was, um, I won't tell you why, because it doesn't matter. But anyway, uh, but I've had 37 jobs and I do remember this happens every single time. So I'm in a job. And let's say I put in my two weeks notice. Let's say I'm just grumbling and complaining. I hate this job and I'm so sick of it. And I'm sick of the people. I'm sick of my boss and I hate the job and I'm not appreciated and whatever. And I'm about to quit. So I put in my two weeks notice. Those next two weeks are like the most amazing two weeks of my life. I'm nice. I'm funny. I'm friendly. I love my job. I love my, I love the people. I get along with everybody. And then I would say by day 10 in my two weeks notice, I'm thinking, should I even leave? yes, I should leave. <laughs> I should quit or whatever, whatever it is I'm doing. I'm not saying go quit your job, but I'm just saying that. But once I made the decision, I then was like, okay, in the space that I was in. So what is that? That's like this empowerment. I made a decision. Sometimes I even made a decision to stay at the job where I was complaining or whining or pissing and moaning and, and bemoaning my fate. And then I'm like, you know what? This job pays me well. And I have this freedom and I have this, you know, this thing and it's actually okay. And I don't mind the drive and you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to stay. And then all of a sudden in that moment, it changed. I all of a sudden felt better. I got along with people. The job was fine. Everything was great. The money was great. I ended up getting a raise. I got more hours, whatever the thing was. All I'm saying is, it's time to do something. Stand back and look at your life and put in, like sprinkle in a little imagination. Sprinkle in a little bit of imagination that just allows you to think differently. This gets you out of your dark space, allows you to move through it, allows the light to move through and to burn off those, those extra triggers and those those terrible experiences that you've had that now, if you're middle-aged, which according to my analytics <laughs> on my podcast, most of us are women and most of us are middle or late middle-aged, you know, 40 to 50 or 60 years old. You've gone through a lot of experiences. You've had a lot of heartache, a lot of challenges, a lot of frustrating moments, a lot of loss. But it's time to move through that. It's time for you to write a new story in your book. It's time for you to let go of the dark the darkness. Don't focus on the darkness. Focus on the light.
If you like this episode, please share them with your friends and join our Facebook communities. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. This is the sister group to our meditation business called The Meditation Room TC, where we sell products and services to begin your meditation practice. Life Mastery Decoded is a personal development group where we get together to discuss episodes, content, and share our struggles and successes. If you're focused on business and entrepreneurship, then this group is your place to join. It's called the Wealthy Woman Entrepreneur Networking Group. I created a true networking environment to share our business products, services, as well as talk about marketing and supporting one another. I look forward to hanging out with you.